Guten Morgen. Jetzt kommt der Berkeley Cat Records Podcast. Usually in English, occasionally in German. I was in Germany for three weeks in July, and I'm still processing it, thinking it over. What an incredible visit that was. Mostly in and around my mom's hometown of Lübeck, way up in the north near Denmark. While I was there, I had a little text conversation with my dear friend Dave Seabury of the Seabury Brothers. He sent me some tracks that he had been working on recently and not so recently for an album that he is completing soon, I think. And rumor has it that this album will be released on Berkeley Cat Records. We'll see if the rumor mills are true. Meanwhile, one of the tracks that Dave sent me, this was all with the intention of trying to collaborate on something, which we've talked about maybe doing for a long time. We finally got somewhere with one because I had this thought as I was listening to one of his musical tracks that apparently he's been working on for some time, and it uh, resonated with me in a way as I walked around Lubeck on these cobblestone streets looking at these ancient bricks on these very tall, formidable cathedrals, incredible architecture, and these things were built over centuries. That is to say, they're never really completed because they're always doing maintenance on them, and the time that it takes uh, to actually craft one of these is generations. And that's one of the many things I found so fascinating and impressive about it, because compared to today's world where, you know, you get a project going and hopefully complete it, deploy it, and then move on to the next one, and you might have like several different careers in the course of your life, which just seems so qualitatively different to me than the idea of continuing to work on something that your parents and grandparents started long before you were even there. I just think it's really cool. And that, plus just sort of this harder to define sense of belonging in this place that I visited as a young child and enjoyed, but sort of saw with uh, fresh eyeballs this summer. And the song that Dave and I collaborated on has some of this mojo that I felt in this special place and state of mind in it. And I think it's going to be on his album. That's Berkeley Cat, by the way. <clears throat> Come here, Berkeley. Say hi. You hear that? That's a big old, almost full-grown kitten. Actually, I don't know how... He's getting really big. He's going to be a giant. Aren't you going to be a giant? Oh, gosh. Kitten mayhem continues. Uh, yeah, named him Berkeley. Named the other one Panda. Panda because Panda, Berkeley because Berkeley. Cat names are funny. When I was young, our first pair of cats, Mao and Tom. I'm not sure why Tom, but Mao was Mao because he didn't meow, he meowed. It wasn't a meow, it was a meow. And so we named him after the sound of his meow, which I think was a source of horror for our neighbor. We lived on the 1600 block of Josephine in the flats of Berkeley. And I think the only conservative uh, household or person 
on the block was one right next door to ours, or maybe there was another down the street. No, there were two, but mostly it was pretty counterculture, and I would say on the political spectrum, fairly left, as am I. But anyway, we used to call the cat, you know, Mow, kitty, Mow, and I'm pretty sure that he thought we had named him after Chairman Mao, and nothing could be further from the truth, but I do find it amusing. Berkeley Cat is purring on the desk again. Also, I think I need to get a new chair for these podcasts. Uh, it's kind of squeaky. You hear that? Yeah. Bothersome. Although it might be good for Halloween. Sounds like one of those doors creaking in one of those old Halloween sound effects records. We used to put on these awesome little spook houses at the aforementioned Josephine Street house where the neighborhood kids would come through and we would be all leaping out of closets in our costumes. We got better at it each year until one year it was so overwhelming and people were coming from near and far and uh, we got in trouble because apparently we really scared the crap out of one kid and mom was annoyed because we, we I don't remember, it wasn't like violent or anything, but apparently we had, we had taken our game to a level that was actually frightening. <laughs> so I think that was the last one, but it was also one of my first experiences in showbiz. You know, we did a thing, the word spread, people came around, really not that different from what the Uptones did just four or five years later. I like this microphone. I actually switched back to a uh, cheaper one than I was using my nice vocal mic that I used to sing vocals, caterwaul, if you will, on my records. And that's like uh, actually not as good for this purpose of talking in a podcast. I like this one better. I think I'm going to stick with this one. This will be my podcast sing mic, and I'll use the other one for vocalizing on records. The decision is made. One makes decisions, does one not? Why do we have a podcast? Because we want to. Who is we? We is me, your host, Eric Din. And this is not radio, but it is. Is it radio? The delivery mechanism is different. And in the age of podcasts, see, I actually said podcast with the S before the T because everyone else has a podcast. Only we have a podcasts. But still... One can actually make one of these all by oneself. Not that everyone does. There are production crews that make podcasts very much the same way that radio shows were made. And I can say with confidence that they do not have the sound <laughs> of cats and creaking chairs in the background. You know, I was trying to be so careful when I started doing this, like, and not have any background noise, you know, because it's not unprofessional, but I just do not care. As a matter of fact, I like it. Kitties, make some noise. Let's go. Woo! Okay. Needless to say, they do not do it when you ask. I am excited because Bond Meets the Godfather is getting some spins on the streaming services and on some actual radio shows so thank you djs thank you listeners oh and thank you brooklyn vegan for featuring the bond meets the godfather single on your new songs roundup just this monday i will post a link to it here of course 
more Berkeley Cat radio fun is that the faves Here Comes the Rain single continues to burn up the indie rock airwaves. Robbie Dunbar, the guitarist with the faves, was in Earthquake Legendary Berserkly founding hard rock heroes of the San Francisco Bay Area and back in the era of Berserkly Records in their storied run with Earthquake and the Rubenews and others, they made a track with the elusive and mysterious Count Slowly, and it is an ode to Radio, R-A-D-I-O, the joys of same. Right now on this Radio Not Radio show, we're going to give it a spin. Slowly and the four twenties on the Berkeley Cat Records podcasts. For some reason, that line "I don't want to look at pictures because none of them are me" <laughs> seems strangely prescient and extremely relevant today. 
Speaking of pictures, Pat Johnson, famed rock and roll photographer, has a book out, Blue Collar Photographer. And I happened to attend a little event where Joel Selvin interviewed Mr. Johnson on stage at the Sweetwater in Mill Valley just last weekend. It was very entertaining and fun. Lots of great stories and, of course, lots of great pictures. I was delighted to find out that the photo that Pat took of the Uptones, uh, I'm thinking it must have been 1984, early 84, because it's not the original lineup of the band, but it's pretty close. Anyway, it's in the book, and it's a really cool shot. So I got Pat to sign my book because I am a Pat Johnson fan. What's more, the cat is purring on the desk again, because that is how we roll at the Berkeley Cat Records Podcasts. It's the wee hours of the morning. I get up ridiculously early these days, and if it's a catter day, it seems to be my custom of late to make an episode. Today, keeping in with the rock and roll tone set earlier by Count Slowly, I'm going to play... A song from my solo album, which came out in April of this storied year, 2022. I have, in my songwriting life, on several occasions, attempted to write a girl's name song. G-L-O-R-I-A, Gloria, or any other number of songs in that fairly specific genre of girl's name songs. There's so many of them, and some of them are really great. So one fine day, I was inspired to create a valentine for a friend. I wasn't writing it for a band, or I wasn't writing it for, you know, to try and... I wasn't writing it for songwriting. I wrote it for one person. And then after it was done, I thought, hmm, I kind of have to release this, don't I? Because I really liked how it came out. So, this is actually the start of my solo recording career and what ultimately led to the creation of Berkeley Cat Records. A production detail. I was kind of obsessed with getting this track right. So, as I compiled my album, I decided I needed to cut the bass and drums again. I usually don't look back on these solo recordings because it's much more fun to look forward. But on this one, I took the original postcard version, or just me and guitar and vocals, and I didn't want to recut any of that because it had the original emotion of the song and I was happy with the takes, but I really wanted to have a nice big rock and roll sound. So I got Michael Urbano behind the kit, went down to Michael Rosen's studio, and I played a Fender P bass, and that became the version that I wanted to share with anybody. So here it is on the Berkeley Cat Records podcasts.
And there you have it. The only girl's name song I ever completed. Many others were attempted. This one was easy. It was an easy and joyous thing to write. And you know, it's a funny thing about songwriting. For me, sometimes I I feel like it's either easy or impossible. You know what I mean? It's like if it if you're trying to write a song, it it's probably not working. That's not always the case. Um and I know it's different for everybody, but uh sometimes the ones that just kind of happen are more satisfying anyway than the ones that one labors over. Of course, there are no hard and fast rules there. God, I contradict myself on that one all the time. But as for Sweet Lacey Ann, kind of wrote itself. 6.15 a.m., September 24th, 2022. Exciting moment in history because it has never happened before and it will never happen again. I have been Eric Din, your host on the Berkeley Cat Records podcast. See you next time. Maybe.